Have you forgotten the joys of the pencil? The wooden pencil with lead in the center, but more important than that, have you forgotten the joys of sharpening the pencil? Morning, campers. I'm your uncle Ernie, and I welcome you to Tommy's holiday camp. Um, this is Quimby. I'm Alex. It is November thirtieth, two thousand eighteen. I can't believe it's already the end of November. That is crazy to me. Um, I just can't believe how fast time is flying. It's it's crazy. If, for those of you who don't know, uh, my name is Alex. And for those of you that are just joining us on this episode, what the fuck are you doing? Why this one? There's like four more before this. Just go start at the beginning. Go listen to the other four. Put some comments down. Share it with 50,000 of your friends. And most importantly, send this podcast to your boss. I don't care what you do what line of work you're in, you go ahead and you email this podcast to your bosses, please. Because if you ever want to get any kind of career advancement, you need to be doing that. Nothing says I'm moving up in the world than Quimby. So send this out to your bosses, please. And your parents. Send this out to your parents. I don't care how old you are. Um... Hopefully your parents are still with us, and they would love to listen to this. So send this out to your parents and to your children. If you're old enough to have children that are teenagers or older, send it to them, because they would love to hear this too. And if you're a teenager or someone who has uh, a, a pulse, send this out. Okay. That's housekeeping done for today. Um, that's my marketing plan right there. This coffee is good. Um, I've been trying to be smarter with my time, so when I leave my office at night, I will um, prep the coffee machine. I'll fill it, fill it up with water, do a quick grind, get it in there. That way, when I come in in the morning, the coffee is ready to party with me in the morning. Uh, did I say the time? It is 5.35 right now. And um, I've been using a new alarm clock. This is not a plug. I'll, unless uh, unless they want this to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the app that I'm using to wake up. And if you are interested in uh, becoming a sponsor for the show app, um, uh, get in touch with me. It's, uh, the email is alex.show.quimby.internet.deepweb. Um, so I use this app called Rise, and, uh, 
I've been using the the default Apple alarm clock, and that fucker is loud. It's just loud. There's no other way around it, um, and it really pisses my wife off. So I found this app called Rise, and it's got sounds of like seagulls at the beach, and it's got uh, a babbling brook, and it's got um, just really you know farm sounds. It's got like outdoor park ambience. Um, where you hear the birds chirping and maybe there's a little bit of a wind and like the leaves are rustling. Um, and it's really nice. Like it's, it's not a bad way to wake up. As a matter of fact, it takes me, it takes me longer to shoot up out of bed. Um, only because it, my brain doesn't register that it's an alarm until, oh, that's right. These, these nature sounds, this, this waterfall I'm listening to doesn't actually exist in this room. So fuck, I must get up. Um, so yeah, the app is called Rise. I recommend it if um, if your spouse or someone you share a room with um, does not like jarring alarms, especially if you're getting up early in the morning, go to Rise. Um, I don't know if it's free or not. I'm not sure. But again, Rise, yo, reach out. Um, I just I just hit you up with this. So what are you gonna do for me? I just promoted you bigly. <laughs> on this show. Um, what else is happening around here? Time is flying. I mentioned that, right? Time, it's a, the fucking oldest cliche in the book. Time, the older you get, the faster shit goes, especially if you have kids. Man, fucking shit. I can't believe it's already the end of November. Uh, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. I just, I still feel like I'm getting... I still feel like I'm getting relief from the end of summer. I think I mentioned on an earlier show how much I don't like summer, um, the season. Uh, I don't like being hot. I don't like looking at the forecast, glancing at it and seeing six and seven days of just pure sun, fucking 90 degrees. I, I hate that. Like my body just like, my heart sinks. Uh, it, it, it might even put me into like a little bit of a depression. I don't like consistent weather. I really don't. And those of you who do love it, good on you. I'm not. It's just not for me. Um, I need, I definitely need seasons. And growing up in the Northwest, uh, the United States, Pacific Northwest, I need clouds. I need them. And I need variety. One of my favorite things about living here, and yes, it does rain, not as much as you would think if you're not from here, because that's all you hear. Oh my God, that's just fucking, it was, it was, I don't want to wear umbrellas, I'm not wearing galoshes, I, this is, what, who lived, who could, who could tolerate this? Here's the truth, people, um, about the rain in the Northwest, and I guess I can only speak for Oregon, the Northwest part of Oregon, the Portland area, that's really all I know. Um can't speak for Seattle. can't speak for Vancouver. I can't speak for other cities. I can only speak for Portland. Um, yeah, it does rain here a lot. But it's not, it's not like the rain you see in movies, which is just a torrential downpour every fucking single time. Have you ever noticed that? Like, it rains like that hard all the time everywhere? I, I don't get that. That's a lot of rain. That's really like, that's a powerful rain shower for an extended period of time. I don't know where that exists. 
But here in Portland, it's a, it's like a misty kind of, it's mostly it's a misty lighter rain. And some days it's so misty that an umbrella is kind of useless because it's not falling hard enough to, to get any kind of protection from the umbrella. It just doesn't work that way. It's just, it's just kind of floating in the air. Um, so you get it on your glasses and on your clothes and it happens sometimes, but here's the thing. It doesn't rain consistently here. It doesn't. Very rarely does it rain an entire day straight. Rarely. Um, so instead, you get these great breaks of a good shower, a little a misty shower, whatever. But then the clouds like part and you have like some sun over there and you have these like strata and layers of clouds You've got these beautiful low clouds that are that are blowing fast because it's windy. But then above that, you have these other layers of clouds. You can even see the wispy ones at the very end. And you get this like, these amazing shades of gray and blue and green because everything's so fucking green here. Um, it is it is absolutely, like it, it touches me in a way that... Um, that nothing else does really. If you take a moment and you're in a good place, you can you can be absolutely blown away by that. You can be you can have moments of inspiration and and just be moved by how beautiful that is. At least that that's that's how it is for me. And if you're lucky enough to go up on a hill somewhere, because there's all these hills around us, which is nice, um, you can. You know, you can see down below just amazing shades of green, amazing shades of gray in the sky, and uh, and sometimes patches of blue. And then the sun shines through, and you get this moment of like, oh my God, this is the like this must be what heaven is like. If there is a heaven, I don't know. I'm not a religious person. I'm. Two things I'm not going to talk about on this podcast, at least try not to, unless I get really motivated to, which I don't want to. Um, uh, religion, I am, I have no affiliation. Um, but um, but there are do there are times when I think that there's that there's more than just what we know as humans. Um, so I'm open for sure. Um, but I'm I'm not sure I believe in any like doctrine or anything like that. Um, and secondly, but I'm okay with, with anyone that does. Like I have no no qualms um, to each their own. I honestly believe that. Um, and same goes for politics, especially just how how split and I, I don't know how us and them everything feels now, at least in the United States. And maybe that's true in other countries. It sounds like you know. England's got its own stuff going on and other countries are, are having their, their moments too. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't, I honestly just don't want to talk about it. Um, at least not right now, because personally I, I feel just blasted by it, um, all the time. And, uh, and it's, I'm just not a fan of, of both sides of everything, just the entire process. Which is not to say like I'm not active or I'm not, you know, um, aware. 
Um, I do vote and all that, all that stuff. Not that any, none of this should matter, but maybe it does. I don't know. Um, but I, uh, um, I just feel like there's enough talk going on everywhere else that, I, and I don't, I don't think I could honestly add any, any more. I can't level up the conversation. Um, although I feel like I could drill down on a few things. Um, and I might circle back with you on this, but, but, uh, I'd love to touch base. Um, so yeah, I, I'll try not to talk about that stuff. Um, Maybe I will at some point. I don't know. Maybe I'll get moved and I'll kind of be more vocal about certain things. So going back to the time going so fast, I remember sitting in class in high school and uh, and junior high. Mostly junior high is where it really kind of started. Yeah, I don't remember feeling this way in grade school, but in junior high sitting in class and literally just fucking not even listening to what is going on in my own head, just daydreaming about anything else and looking at the clock and fucking feeling like it is not moving. It is quicksand that you're just stuck in. And I remember really not enjoying that. And that's like, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only kid who felt that. Um, and that's what we've, God damn it. I'm now I'm getting mad because I, that's, that was my life. That was my life spent sitting in a room, unable to move, forced to, kind of forced to go through this. And like, I in no way was like stimulated or excited or had any, I didn't care. And that's what we that's what we do, right? This is our lives, right? That we're like we always have these fucking amazing platitudes about how important life is and how you got to grab it and go after it and you only have one and make the most of it and follow your dreams. But the truth is we're all sitting in that fucking classroom. We all have to do this, sitting in that classroom, fucking staring at the clock trying to keep ourselves awake mentally, spiritually. like, And the only way to do that is to fucking go in your own head and daydream and like be imagine you're somewhere else because where you are right now is not doing the job. Like how, how much time in our lives are we spending doing that? I'm going, I'm drilling down on this, guys. People, I'm drilling down deep on this. Um, that's crazy how we do that. Man. Um, so I listened to Seth Godin's podcast. Um, and uh, and it's great. If you don't listen to it, go ahead and listen to it. Um, uh, if you don't know who he is, um, he is uh, kind of a, I guess he's like a, a marketing personality um who talks about business and but more more important that he's he's bigger than it's more than just that he's he's talking more about the culture and he's talking more about um behavior people's behavior and motivation and uh and things like that but it's not just about marketing and selling stuff it's about 
I mean, it is about that, but it's also about, it goes deeper than that. It's like, it's more about human behavior and culture. And, uh, and, he, and it's just, it's great. He's just, he just seems like a common sense, you know, it's like one of those things where it's common sense, but it's not common sense. Like when you hear someone say something so, I guess, revelatory or, or it really hits you like, oh my God, that's so true. It feels like common sense, even though you never thought of that. Um, that's, that's how he kind of is to me. And, uh, he did this, uh, thing on, on education and the educational system, especially in the United States. Um, and how it, what inspired it, um, what motivated it, uh, and what it was really designed for, which is not particularly education. It's not the way people learn. It's not the way people are motivated. But yet, that's the system that we have in place. Um, it's all based on like the industrial system and way of doing things from you know 100 years ago um, to keep people in line, and to keep people from asking too many questions, to keep people from you know not being obedient. Uh, and not being, you know, part of the machine, kind of. Um, and it's fascinating. It's great. It's like 30 minutes. It's less than that. It's like 17 minutes of just pure, concentrated, just great analysis of of how we learn. And he's asking, is, is, is school worth it? What is school for? What is it? What's it for? How is it helping um, and that's something I've been thinking about for a long time, but like to hear him say it is like, it's great. He's just concise and, and, and thoughtful and, and smart. Um, and that's something I've been thinking about a lot too, especially in the last, you know, few years, um, and hearing about how, uh, how expensive school is, especially college, how expensive it's gotten. And nowadays, really with the internet and the ability to, to reach people directly um, and how technology has allowed people to kind of do things that they couldn't do before. Like for me in particular, I'm thinking about music. I'm thinking about, you know, making media and, and video and, and the price and the barrier to entry to all that stuff has just gone down incredibly like you know you can shoot 4k videos on your phone um and there are people on the internet who are comparing their iphone video footage with you know a five thousand dollar camera and the results are are negligible um and if you're like you know if you're in the business you could tell that the, the dynamic rage is not it's not 100% there. It's no, this, this camera is so much better. Like, no, it's not. To fucking an average person looking at this shit on the internet, your audience, they're not going to know. And more importantly than that, they're not going to fucking care. Uh, this is a pet peeve of mine. Obviously, I'm starting to get worked up. Um, I see so many camera comparisons. This is, that's, I like to make videos and, and, uh, I like making stuff, but I make videos and, uh, and I'm a sometime motion designer 
And that means I do animations and, and motion graphics and stuff. Um, so this is kind of like my, I guess my wheelhouse. Um, but I, I, I get so, people are focusing on the wrong things. People are focusing on how much more dynamic range or how much more uh, image quality you can get out of a, a camera. And people are comparing these like $40,000, you know, cameras that they shoot Hollywood movies on to like, you know, a $2,000 DSLR mirrorless camera that shoots 4K. And, you know, had you done that comparison 20 years ago, when you're comparing like a, a, a video camera from 20 years ago to like a film camera, fucking no, no comparison. It's just the, the gap between a video camera from 20 years ago and a professional film camera, like the gap was enormous. But now there are like mirrorless cameras that are, cost about $1,500, $2,000 that can shoot comparably to a $40,000 camera. Like the gap is so small now. And yeah, there are certain differences for sure. If you're, especially if you really know, you know, what you're looking at and all that kind of stuff. But to the average person, the person who's kind of consuming your stuff, they're not going to know. And more important, they're not going to care. My point is the fucking gear is not what you should be focusing on. Because at this point, you could throw money at any camera and you could throw a dart and pick a camera and it's going to be, it'll be good enough for the job. So stop focusing on that. And I guess if you're, you know, really into that shit and you really want to like drill down on that, go ahead. But that's not what most people should be focusing on. You should be focusing on the ideas. That's, that's it. And a good idea can withstand a shitty camera. Meaning if you have a good idea, you can film it on a fucking flip phone and and if you're clear with your idea, it will still have an impact. Ideas are stronger than the technology. Ideas are stronger than the cameras. Ideas are stronger than anything. If you have a if you're writing a song and you're recording it just onto your iPhone, if it's a good song, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be heard. Like people are gonna go, oh my god, that's a great song. And even more so, it's gonna be, oh my god, that's a great song. And it was recorded so shittily, but I still love it. My god, this is amazing. Like you get even more kudos. Um, focus on the ideas. Focus on the the actual intangible creative things, like the human element, um, rather than the the technological. There you go. There's a rant for you. So if any of you don't care about that camera stuff, you're going to love the last five minutes. But I think we do that all the time, man. I think we, I think we're focusing on the wrong things. I think the technology is getting so good and so cheap and so accessible that it really doesn't matter what you're using. It honestly doesn't matter. Um, as long as you have like the desire to say something and, uh, and the ideas and a little bit of like technical know-how, but that's getting easier and easier. I'm going to nerd out for a second. I'm going to go deep on this stuff. Um, the software, uh, when I started, uh, playing around with video, 
um, it was like 2008 or nine. God, it's been 10 years. Jesus Christ. Again, time. What the fuck? Um, and, um, if you wanted to do specific tasks, like if you wanted to track a shot, motion track, um, especially solve for a camera, you know, you had to use a specific program. You had to send your footage into one program just to track it and then spit it back out and then put it in another program, like a 3D program to comp, to, to create some kind of 3D elements. And then you had to render those out and then render the camera out of there and then put it into your compositing program. All those things were three separate programs to do different tasks. Now, for Christ's sake, you can do all of those things in one program. You can edit, you can do your motion graphics, you can do your camera solving, you can do your color correction, you can do your audio, you can do everything in one program. Meaning like, and, and going back 10 years ago, each one of those softwares had, had a specialist. So you were just a motion tracker. You were just a, a compositor. You were just a, a 3D designer. And now you can, you can do all that stuff yourself in one program. The, the, the technology is just getting easier and easier and easier to use. Um, and then you throw in artificial intelligence like machine learning and stuff like that. And now things that took a human eye to kind of do, like, for example, if you have a shot and it's like the white balance is not set or whatever, it's a little greenish, or you need to match two shots and the color space is a little different or the or the white balance is a little different between those two shots, but you need those to, to be look exactly the same color-wise, um, you would have to do that by manually, a human would have to look at the scopes and look at the graphs and match those two colors. And it would, you know, it was a process. And now the fucking program, it's getting so smart that it can analyze a shot and apply the same look to another shot with a click of a button. So a human is no longer required to do that. And that's just only going to get more sophisticated as time goes on. So... I, it's probably not too long, not too far away when um, computers and machine learning, I don't know what the process is. I don't, I don't know what the technical shit behind it is, but all this stuff is getting smarter and more sophisticated. And I bet you it's only a matter of time before it can analyze music and kind of pull, just based on the qualities of that music, pull a certain tone or feel and mimic it back. Um, it can... Obviously, it's working for color, but it's probably, you know, not too far off when all the nuance and human interpretation required to, you know, put together a visual effects shot with all the separate elements is probably going to be, you know, a click, one click away. The computer will be able to, to analyze the shot, look at where the light's coming from, match the shadows, match the color, um probably all with a click of a button. I don't think we're too far away from that. So again, it's all about the ideas. That's that's what the computers can't do right now. They can't write a story. They can't come up with characters. They can't come up with cool ideas. Uh, they can help you execute those cool ideas but and save you time and 
give you the ability to do as much of it yourself as you want. Uh, but they can't, they can't do ideas. That's, that's where the value is and probably will be for a long time, hopefully. If it's not, if, if computers are writing better stories than us and making better movies than us and making better music than us, which is possible, um, then what are we doing? Remember when people talked about how technology was going to make our lives easier? especially the process of automation. I remember hearing stuff about that from like the 50s and 60s. A washing machine, and that's going to save you time to do things and spend time on things you love to do. Um, I don't think that really happened. We just we just have more to do now. Like instead of doing that one thing that took us a long time, now we're doing other things that still take us a long time. Um and what does that say about us as humans if we can't if we can't really enjoy because we still have we have to figure out something else to do hmm okay this this episode was a little heavier than i thought um i don't know if it was heavy is this heavy i have no idea i don't know that's just where i was going this morning Oh, 30 minutes. This is the longest episode so far. Um, thanks for spending time with me. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to drill down. It's time to level up. All right, bye.